2: This is Radio Wave with your host, a friend of Medjugorje.
3: It never ceases to amaze me the towns we live in the information age where so much is put out, so much news, so much media, so many things available for research, that there's a passive approach to this, to be fed what you hear and not judge it correctly. I like just said, March 2nd, 2017, do not judge. How do you make assumptions on certain things? You get the facts. If you have facts, then you make a decision decisively on what slant you're to view this through biblical eyes. But today, people make judgments on the information intake that's given to them without understanding how to filter that. Our ladies come to bring us messages to see with clarity. If you're good-willed, you're praying, you're peaceable, you want to bring every situation into a peace and calm, then you'll see correctly. If you don't, you won't. The devil can take hold of you. And when that happens, your judgments are erred because they're not inspired by God, but by you or your ego. And it all comes back to haunt you. You will fail at every endeavor you try. And whatever you put out as a plan will hurt many. And so look what happened while you're sleeping. Is a book about the media. It's about how to see things from the world, from a biblical worldview rather than a human view. These things are out there. There's media agendas. And it, it never ceases to amaze me those who you think, Maybe in the know, are lacking all wisdom. Everything they need to know, they rely on the world's news without knowing how to filter that. And so we got a feedback this past week from a nun. I won't use her last name, but her name is Sister Mary. And she writes the following.
2: In the first line above, you said, We have taken the beaches of our nation. I understand that you are saying this because we have a pro-life president now. I agree, that is wonderful, especially after the past eight years. However, our president's rhetoric is horrible. The things he says about people of different nationalities are so atrocious. Hate crimes against people of Muslim, Indian, and South American backgrounds are up in this country because of the things he has said. I am so embarrassed that he is our president. He has accused the past president of having done horrible things and did so with no proof that could be presented to the press or even to our own FBI. More embarrassment. He is now presenting a new health care system that the working poor and the elderly of our country will not be able to afford. Millions of people will simply go without health care because they can't afford it. Is this what Jesus wants for our country?
3: Give me the letter, please. Is that not an amazing statement, this embarrassment? I'm so embarrassed that he is our president. He has accused the past president of having done horrible things. Well, is that a bad judgment on our president's point? Is it factually based, or is it just a judgment? Who's right, she or he? Did Obama do bad things? Did you know Obama, as the Illinois' state senator, was the only state senator who led for comfort rooms to be established? As a solution of putting a boarded baby who lived in the closet and dying, in where a nurse reported that, that his answer was not to stop such a thing or make the baby be alive, but build a comfort room with a rocking chair and music and actually take the footprints of the baby and give a birth certificate in case the parents or the mother later wanted it a year later and play and stop music while a nurse rocks the baby to death. There's no cloud behind this. There's no fog. This is clearly what he voted and help implement at a hospital. That is his solution to continue abortions, even if the baby lived through the botched abortion. He has accused the past president of having done horrible things and did not so with proof. That could be presented to the press. The press is your Bible. That's who you believe in. What do you think of a man who on October 18th, 2010, said, We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that each of us are endowed with certain inalienable rights. That's the Declaration of Independence. But he changed it. You say, what's the big deal? It's a big deal. Why is it a big deal? Because when you deny God, when you take God out of everything, that's a horrible thing. This is not a judgment. This is a fact. What he changed was from the word creator. He revised it and said, each of us, saying that each of us are endowed with certain inalienable rights. What the declaration says, that they are endowed by their creator. He says, instead of their creator, their creator, each one of us. So, You can judge by the facts of what's said. This is not a nice thing. And I would class that as horrible. By the Creator with certain and linear rights. Another thing he did on November of 2010, Obama changed the national motto when it says, In God We Trust. He changed it to mean pluribus unus instead of In God We Trust. Now, we're not talking about Thomas Jefferson or an individual or a forefather or a man. We're talking about God. So he changed that phrase, our motto, in God we trust to, out of many, one. I would grade that. It's horrible. It's just words. How do you be a nun? Sister Mary, how do you come up with these conclusions that you base on judgment of a media to form your worldview? and his truth. And this goes on and on and on. He openly, April 2011, Obama openly supported the passage of a non-discrimination for all of our conscientious protections in Hiram that we couldn't conscientiously object to anymore. A bishop will not contradict the conscience of a priest if he consciously and sincerely objects to something. The Catholic Church teaches you can never violate somebody's conscience. This is concrete. That's the facts. But Obama passed that saying that you cannot do that anymore. I would say to take one's conscience away is a pretty serious crime. Something that's horrible. He did things such as the World War II Memorial, shut it down. On May 2009, Obama, breaking years of tradition, the first guy, the first man who did this since it started, refused to host the official service in the White House for the National Day of Prayer. That was started by President Truman. That's not a nice thing to do. And so we can go on and on. If you go into the book, They find the First Shot, you can find a continuous litany of these things in his first administration, not the second where he lit up the White House in praise of an abominable lifestyle that Sodom was destroyed for. That's a horrible thing. I would say it's very, very degraded and very horrible to impose on us and our conscience, and everybody, and in law, that the same genders can be legally married. You're okay with that, Sister Mary? I won't continue on this diatribe, but there's so many things that this man did that has debased this country, destroyed it for the last eight years that now is being undone by the new president and the media hates him and your despisal and your embarrassment is unfounded. It's based on false judgment and that's where everybody gets in trouble. They're not informed properly. Many people are informed by their opinion they think but they don't have the facts or they deny it and it's really dangerous When you make a judgment and you have the facts and you deny the facts, that's wicked and that's demonic. And the consequences of the damage as a result of that and making such judgment will haunt you in a severe way. So we have this letter saying, I agree that it's wonderful, especially for the past eight years since Trump's gone more toward pro-life. However, our president's rhetoric is horrible. Things he says about people of different nationalities are so atrocious. This man has done more for people and poor people than Obama could ever imagine. He's putting workers back. And I'm not here to defend or promote anything. It stands on the facts. If you know how to read the news, And see what's the lie. Go to what the people themselves say. Obama did some bad things against Pope Francis. And when somebody tells the truth, which Trump has done about many things, maybe in a crass way, maybe in a a difficult way, then and that gives you problems. Well, look at Moses. He didn't get to go to the promised land. This was a man of God. A, a great man of God, and he failed and wasn't able to go in the promised land. And this is a, a singular trait that is always in when God chooses somebody, that there's something in them that shows that he can use anybody for any purpose. Look at what David did, and he was ashamed are embarrassed to say, I, the Messiah, am from the lineage of David. The house of David. Well made it? Wait a minute. There's some big things David did that wasn't too good. Read your Bible. Make your judgments in the correct way. And what about Peter? Peter saw leopards healed. Peter saw Lazarus come back from the dead. Peter witnessed incredible miracles. He was so shaken on the boat when the storm calmed that he said, depart from me, I'm a sinner. I'm not even worthy to be here. Who is this man that can calm the seas? Who is this man that did all the miracles for the centurion and others, hundreds and thousands of things, who debated the Pharisees, who was strong and stern with the Pharisees and severe? and love at the same time. I see some traits in Trump that is severe, but I also see love in his heart. Obama was anti-Christ. He was anti-God to the point that he takes out the crater at a Declaration of Independence, and he says, one of us, we're the God. We don't need no God telling us what to do. And I'm not even going into what he's doing now in the Solinsky process of previous president Obama disrupting the present precedent. It's going on. It's there. It's not hidden. But the news media can hide it because they're filled and infiltrated with darkness and the devil. Sister Mary, I'm trying to be nice to you and all those who would follow that. open your heart to realize you're getting your information from the wrong sources. The source of the information comes from the individual who makes that news. What did they say? What did they do? Not those who say what they said after it's been said. You need to get away from that. You need to see with clarity because you're way off base. Your letter is so twisted and your mentality. That you come to a bad conclusion, which is a bad judgment. And that's why he says, do not judge. We have to judge all day long. That doesn't mean you can't make judgments. You have to make judgments throughout your day. If you don't want to hang around a certain purpose, you're making judgments because you have a reality of experience with that. But when you falsify things to cast a judgment, anathema to you. It's going to cost you, and you're not going to want to pay that price when it visits you. We claim here to carry us to be sinners. We know that. We're not worthy of all the beautiful things our lady has done here, and continues to do. And just like Peter, who for three years saw all those miracles, what was his fault, what was his trait? He betrayed Christ. He betrayed him. Did that? Okay, I can't do that. He did that. Let's kick, let's kick Trump out. He did this. Let's kick out Peter because he did this. You've got to change your mentality, Sister Marys, out there, all of you, and you got to realize that you're biting the hand that's feeding you because Trump, his orders, his directions, removing these things will feed more people than. Obama ever planned to. You don't even understand the free market. There's nothing wrong with the free market. The free market is a natural event that results from a poor man not having anything, but he's got an apple tree in his backyard and, and a pecan tree, and he goes to the market and he can sell that. That's the free market. Not where the EPA says we have to inspect it, or the FDA says, well, you're selling food. We've got to regulate you to death. Let them go do that. The free market empowers the individual to build wealth from the soil or from manufacturing or something else. This works on a natural, decentralized position to fill in voids of need that people are willing to pay for because they want it. That's the free market. So your healthcare, you're criticizing here. You don't even understand how it works. The government can't run it. The government's not supposed to be in health care. This is communist. This is socialist justice. This is one of the greatest errors and heresies in the Catholic Church today. And it's touched many people because they think it's okay for the government to go take money out of my pocket, out of your pocket, and go give it to somebody else. That's my job. That's what Christ said. You give to the poor. I'm a better judgment of where I want my dollar to go to help somebody than the government. Why would I put, why would you put, why Why would anybody put in charge of your money to go distribute for somebody's health care or food or welfare or whatever it may be? Only in military should that be done. Because I can't do that. But well, What I can do is do what Jesus taught. Feed the poor. Take care of the hungry. And this mission does that. Because the hungriest people in the world, the people starving the most, is those who have gone through perdition for eternity. That's our work. That's who we're for. That's who we work for. Who do we work for? We work for the greatest widower, the Virgin Mary. She showed us how to help not just one person or two persons, but tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, actually millions. Means have been exposed to this mission. And it's because we see with clarity and we sacrifice everything, our sleep, our work, our life, building fortunes for the sake of everything we have in our labor to turn into conversion of souls to lead them to God. It's a serious thing to lead people away from a mission that has repeatedly had credibility and approval and signs of approval to the Virgin Mary herself. What arrogance. What arrogance to go against that. And so Sister Mary's out there. You're looking at this from an unbiblical way, the wrong way that has caused you to make a bad judgment against Trump and what he's doing, you will see him with his policies do far more things than obama, and I'm at a loss that anybody can say that Trump accused the past president of having done horrible things and did so with no proof that could be presented to the press or even the own FBI. I've got a book, They fired the First Shot, 2012, wrote before he was elected for the next four years, that is 1,000 pages full of what Obama was doing at that point and what Obama was going to do. Based in fact, not just judgment, and you got one started on a good path that the media wants you to kill through your bad judgments. Shame on that. Shame on your lack of intuitive curiosity to go deeper into what you need to do. What I want to recommend is you read, look what happened while you're sleeping with the Holy Spirit. Read, they fired the first shot with the Holy Spirit. And then make your judgments. Because we have to make judgments. But when you falsify something and you make this or you allow yourself to be falsified, it's not going to go good for you. And so we need to read our these messages from the heart. My motherly heart would desire that you, apostles of my love, speak of my son and of me to all those around you with your life. We don't do here at Caritas what we do by this building, the beautiful tabernacle of our lady's messages, our grounds, or even the apparitions of our lady. We do it with our life. I was in the field this morning at 3.40. I passed on the way, Well, this was yesterday, this morning I was in the field at 4.30 or so. I'm passing three or four community members on the path headed to the cross. They're going there every day for Lent. We all have our sacrifices here. We live a life of sacrifice. Our Lady said, sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. That's what we do here. And we've got the credibility of years of conversion of people. And to stand that in any way is deicide, a serious crime, a very serious crime. So we're approaching a major day that somewhere in the future something's going to happen. That's March 18th. What happens on March 18th? A lady is an annual apparition. What day is that? It's Mariana's birthday. Is the lady giving her annual apparition for that? A lady said no. A lady's never given her a salutation on her birthday, March 18th, throughout the years of having this apparition. Mariana said, you'll know why March 18th in the future, something's going to happen. That's where you focus your eyes at, not on your socialist justice and your agendas, and all those things that you think you're going to vindicate, that's where you get in trouble. So we say these words that you reflect in these next two days for this March 18th apparition, and in preparation for that, the great privilege we have to be connected with this. We have our community members in Medjugorje will be in front of Our Lady praying for you, and his mission, and his beautiful work that she's given us to do. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye.
2: This ends the Medianomics show with a friend of Megagoria.
3: To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at
2: 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000.